What's going on guys? It's Will with Road Noise Gaming. Today we're talking about emulation on the go. That is playing retro games on a handheld. Uh, now my personal favorite way to play retro games on a handheld is the Nintendo Switch, but that's not really what we're talking about today. Today we're talking about how do you play the out of print games that you can't buy anywhere because I like to buy a ton of retro games on my Switch and that is my favorite way to play them handheld, but there's a whole world of out-of-print games that are not for sale that we cannot obtain any way at all unless we want to buy old used copies, which not, a, not, not that many of us are interested in any, anymore. So for those of us who just want to have a bit of a nostalgia trip, who want to experience some old games that are currently unavailable, where do we go? Well, I mean, it's fun to play retro games on a handheld, in my opinion. That's my favorite way to play them. Um, previously, I had something called the GPD-XD, which is probably the most well-known and I would say kind of the Cadillac of what we're talking about, the sort of emulation on the go solutions. Um, it is shaped almost exactly like a Nintendo new 3DS XL. However, it is not a 3DS XL. It does not even have two screens. It just has that clamshell design. Uh, but it is an Android tablet. And on this Android tablet, um, it is designed for gaming because it has built-in controls. So you can find games however you like, go download the emulators on, on um, the Google Play Store, um, oftentimes you'll have to actually buy these things because you can't really get the good ones unless you're willing to pay like a few dollars. But the good news about that is you pay one time and then you get to have those same applications on all future devices. So that's pretty cool. Um, so for me, I had the GPDXD for about a year. It crapped out on me probably about like six or eight months ago and it lasted for about a year before that. So. Um, I really enjoyed that year that I had it, um, but I was really hesitant to buy another one because those things are really expensive. Uh, and really, when you look at all the other solutions out there these days, it just doesn't seem like the best way to go. And basically, what I would like to do today is tell you guys about the solution for this whole question of emulation on the go, retro gaming on the go on a handheld. Um, I want to tell you guys my solution that I feel like is far and away the best solution that I've ever used. It's better than the GPDXD in my opinion. Uh, your mileage may vary, but I, I, I just want to jump into this and, and let you guys know that I think maybe sometimes with this topic, we kind of overthink this whole thing. I think I'm certainly guilty of that, of overthinking like, uh, you know, or, or trying too many different solutions. Um, and just going a little too deep with it and then still not really finding like the ultimate way to do this. But I think maybe I found what for me is gonna be sort of the ultimate way. So I'll share that with you guys. Um, so let's just get right into that. Uh, so basically what I've done is instead of going with another GPDXD or instead of going with something like the BitBoy or the Go or the uh, Pocket Go, or the LDK game. Those are all fine solutions, but they're basically the size of a Game Boy. They have a very tiny screen. And uh, despite their low cost 
and their very approach, approachable price point, um, if you'd like to game on a larger screen, those are just not gonna do it. So um, what I've done is, what I decided to do is I was like, you know, I had this GPDXD and it was great, it's an Android tablet, but I could get you know a different Android tablet. Like there's so many Android tablets out at my local Walmart or any other store I can walk in and pick up a budget Android tablet for cheap, buy some kind of controller to go with that, and then I should be good to go, right? And so I did a lot of research on what uh, would be sort of a, a good combination for that. Um, I had planned on getting a, an eight inch Walmart tablet. Yes, that's right, Walmart has just put out their first ever Android tablet. Um, their brand is called ONN. If you have any, if you have a local Walmart and you spend any time in there, you may rem remember seeing those letters ONN on like TV sets and stuff because that is Walmart's in-house electronics brand. So this ONN tablet um, is sixty-five bucks, and I was like, you know what? It's probably a really crappy tablet. It probably looks like crap, but. I don't really need uh, I don't really need you know an iPad Pro for this. I just need something that's you know relatively small. I don't really think I want a 10 inch tablet. I think that would be overkill. I think eight inches is kind of that sweet spot that I'm looking for um, because that is a huge size upgrade from the GPD XT. It's actually a huge size upgrade from like the Switch as well. Um, it's, it's a substantially larger screen than the Switch. I mean not not by a huge margin, but by a, a you know a good margin. Um, so I went to my Walmart to pick up this $65 ONN tablet for it's eight inches. So I, I was all raring to go. I was like, all right, this is, this is what I'm doing. This is a great price point. Wow. How awesome will it be to, to just figure this out and play these retro games and everything for such a cheap price. That's awesome. Let me go get this thing. So I went to my Walmart and I noticed that there was a Samsung tablet right next to it on display. And the Samsung tablet was uh, the Galaxy Tab A, the 2017 edition. It's also eight inches, just like the Walmart tablet. So I noticed when I was looking at these two tablets that the Samsung display just looked like a million times better. Um, it is also a budget tablet. But it is a it's just a it's just a step or two up from the uh, from the Walmart tablet. And if you know anything about like Samsung phones or tablets, they do have really good screens. Like um, a lot of people may say that the that the Samsung screens look kind of washed out or not washed out, but the colors are too. It's like almost oversaturated. Uh, and I I understand that argument, but for me personally, I think that those that they look really good. Um, and for something like this, I just want, you know, the colors on all these old retro games to really pop. I want that screen to look really nice and, and crisp. And the Samsung screen was just basically exactly what I was looking for. So I decided to buy that instead. And that tablet ended up costing me $140, which is down from, I think, 200 Hang on, let me, uh, Samsung Galaxy. Have a eight inch. Let me see how much this is going for out there. So if I go to like Best Buy, how much is this? This is one ninety nine on BestBuy.com. Um, so yeah, it's a two hundred dollar tablet. I was able to get it for one fifty. 
I think they're kind of phasing it out. Um, it's old stock, but I just basically decided to go with that one, even though I'm spending like almost a hundred extra dollars on what I had originally planned on spending $65 for. But the, the, the difference between the two screens was just undeniable. I mean, you take one look and it's like the Samsung just blows the others out of the water. So, um, you know, I decided to pick up this budget tablet, um, which is still well under the price point of, you know, $250, $300, which is the GPDXD. That's my main goal here is to just get something that's cheaper than the GPDXD. Okay, and so then I, so then the tablet was taken care of. I have a good tablet that's gonna handle my retro gaming. So check there. Now the next piece, oops, the next piece of the puzzle is going to be obviously the controller. Now, how am I gonna do this? I have this big chunky tablet. I can't really buy a phone clip or a clip of any kind where I can just put like a DualShock PlayStation controller underneath and do it that way because that's really more for phones. Those phone clips are for phones. You can't really use them with a larger tablet. So that was out of the question. So I decided to go with a telescopic controller. That means one that kind of stretches. It's got a, it's got two segments, kind of like Joy-Con almost in between. And then you just stretch it out and then it kind of fits the whatever tablet size you have and you snap the tablet in and you're good to go. So that's what I've done. And I picked up, um, having looked on Amazon, I picked up something called the PG9023. And this is by a company called iPega. That's I-P-E-G-A, iPega. Chinese company, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but in any case, this is a, a, a Bluetooth controller and it's like many of these Bluetooth controllers that you're gonna find that are made for mobile or made for tablets. Um, the industry just doesn't have a good one yet. It, it just doesn't exist. Um, so this is not a good one, but it is an okay one, and it's definitely it de definitely gets the job done. But I would hesitate to call this like a a great product or anything like that. It's just comparable. It gets the or sorry, it's just competent. It gets the job done. It's not. I mean, it does have. It's nice and like kind of big and chunky, and I like that it, it's very grippy. Um, I appreciate that about it. The feel is very plasticky. Uh, by the way, I'm gonna mention now, I'm gonna put pictures of this setup that I've built over on my Twitter. So if you're interested in seeing what this actually looks like, you can head to uh, Road Noise Gaming or at Road Noise Gaming on Twitter. I'll have this stuff up around the time this episode launches. If not, you may have to scroll back through my uh, timeline a ways, uh, but it should be there. So in any case, um, and I'm also, I've also put up a picture of this thing uh, next to the Nintendo Switch, just so you can get a gauge of the size. It's pretty, it, it's larger than the Switch, but it's, it's sort of in that same, uh, it, it's, it's in that universe. It's in the Switch's universe in terms of size. Um, so anyway, where was I? Where was I going? Where were we going? Let me, let me take a, let me take a swig. Hit the reset button, shall we? Okay. So um, it it doesn't. It's not a great looking. Really, the the worst thing about this setup that I've built is that it's ugly. It just doesn't look nearly as cool or as streamlined. 
is something like the GPDXD, is something like the BitBoy, or like the Pocket Go, or the LDK Game. These are all uh, pretty well-known solutions that are floating around out there these days. And they all look really cool, uh, and they, they just look very streamlined. But this setup that I have <laughs> does not, but it's still, like I said, it just gets the job done. So this is where I'm, I'm very happy with this. Um, by the way, that one thing I was going to get at is this iPega PG9023 uh, Bluetooth controller that I bought for this tablet is $33 off Amazon. So altogether, I spent, let me see how much I spent. I haven't actually done the math. Okay. And it was eh, around 150 so overall, I spent like, you know, under $190. So, you know, well under that 250 or 260 price point of the GPDXD, which is what it's going for now. I think the GPDXD XD Plus, GPDXD Plus um, on Amazon right now is going for 236 uh, So, you know. Um, but I, I truly can say that I like this a lot better than the GPD XD. Um, this is just a, A, it's a more powerful tablet, I feel. Um, it seems to run things a little more smoothly, um, but it's definitely in the same universe as the GPD XD in terms of power. And I'm not talking specs, by the way, I'm just talking about the experience of playing these old games and how it performs. Um, it, it, seems to, it seems to do just as well, if not better, than the GPD XD. Um, however, and it's, it's, it's cheap feeling like the controller, this, this iPega controller feels cheap, but it's, it's comfortable. Like I have to, I mean, it's a, you know, it's a trade-off. You're, you're trading that premium feel of like a DualShock controller or an Xbox One controller for something that is serviceable and, and it's comfortable, but it feels a little cheap. So the buttons are you know, not quite as clicking responsive as you might like. The, the, I'm, I'm clicking on the, uh, the top trigger buttons here. They, they feel a little on the cheap side, but it's still totally fine. Like it gets the job done. You can game on this to your heart's content. It's going to get, it's going to be fine. So I would actually give these buttons, these are better than what I experienced with the GPD XD plus the GPD XD plus man, those, those, um, a, B, X, Y buttons and that like D-pad are, they're pretty bad. Now, everything else about the GPD, GPD XD is pretty great. So you're kind of like, ah, oh, well, I guess I'll take the L on these controls. I'll, I'll work with them. But this is so much better. Like this actually has a really solid D-pad on it, this iPega. So the main thing it's got going for it is it's just ugly. That's the main negative thing uh, it's got going on. Otherwise, I mean, it gets the job done. And that kind of leads me into my second point here. Um, on this tablet, I have installed Steam Link. Uh, so I can now, while I'm at home, I can play my computer games on Steam. Uh, and anything that works well with a gamepad, obviously, I can stream onto this tablet. And it works amazingly. It works really well. It does not look perfect streaming games just doesn't look perfect however you do it these days but it looks very very good um, and depending on the game it some games do look damn near perfect but uh, some games are you know have a little bit of a muddy image going on if you're if it's your 3d game or whatever 
Um, but there's, there's, it's just really cool that I have all of these extra buttons. I have two uh, really nice uh, analog sticks. Uh, I don't know if they're really nice, but they're pretty good. Uh, and they have the click in, so I can actually click in L3 and R3, which is pretty great. I've also got both trigger buttons on either side, and I've also got a D-pad, and I've got my ABXY. So this is pretty much a fully functional controller. The only thing that this does not have that something like the PS4 DualShock has are the analog L2 and R2. Um, every, everything else, this is like pretty much the same. So I can play any game on Steam that works well with a gamepad and play it like this or play it on this with no problem. So I'm, I know I'm going to be doing that because there's definitely a backlog of games that I'd like to play, uh, excuse me, on Steam. Sorry guys, I got some indigestion going on or something. But um, I'm going to be playing a lot of Steam games on this. I can already tell because I, I have such a backlog of Steam games that I need to play. So this is a really good opportunity to do that. And really, it's just a good opportunity to, to chip away at my bucket list of old retro games as well. All the old, you know, Super Nintendo Genesis games that I can't buy anywhere. I'd much prefer to buy them and play them on the Switch. But if I can't do that, then this is, you know, the next best thing. And I'm so glad that I have that. So anyway, um, that about wraps it up. I guess I, I actually no. Let's let's do let's do a few pros and cons because there are definitely some of those. So the cons to this setup again, you can see this setup. You can see exactly what it looks like on at Road Noise Gaming on Twitter. So hit me up there and you can find this link uh, or you can find this photo. Okay. So the cons are this thing looks ugly. Um, it is not attractive to look at. The tablet and the, the controller together are, um, <laughs> the, I mean, they, it looks like it works. It looks, it's, it's function over form, baby. That's what we got going on here. And it just works, so it doesn't really matter. Um, another con is going to be that you have two things to charge. So that is you have to charge your, you know, in my, in my case, I have the telescopic controller that charges with micro USB. And then I have my tablet that charges USB-C. Um, so that sucks to kind of have to like do those two things. But, eh, you know, we take the L on that one. Okay. Another thing is while this tablet does get very loud, it is not a good sounding tablet. It's definitely more of a visual appeal over an audio appeal. So, uh, you know, it doesn't sound bad. I mean, and considering I'm going to be playing mostly old retro games anyway, it's not like these have a, a, a ton of depth in terms of sound anyway. But it would be nice to have something a little more balanced uh, in the sound department. But this, this is okay. Um, okay, the last thing I'll mention on the negatives is that this is just not really that portable. It's not portable compared to any of the other um, options out there, namely, again, the GPDXD. It's not as portable as that. However, it is actually totally portable, though. You can still, I mean, you detach the controller. You've got a small tablet. If you're traveling, that's going to fit in a backpack or, uh, or something really easily. You're going to be able to fit that next to your laptop and not even know it's there. And then you do have this kind of bulky controller 
to carry around, but you know, you just stick that in your bag and you're good. This is not a pocket device, so don't don't think that it will be. Okay, next up, let's talk about the pros. So I wanna talk about all the things I like about this thing. Now, the good thing about this solution is it is scalable. So you don't have to buy a great tablet. In fact, you shouldn't buy a great tablet if you're used to doing something like this on your phone, if you have an Android phone, um, you can absolutely do it on that as well. Now, for me personally, I didn't want to use my phone. I have access to an Android phone through work, but I didn't want to use that. I mean, first of all, uh, using something, using a work phone for something like this just sounds like, nah, I'm good. Uh, but another thing is, I just like to have the dedicated device. I like to have, you know, it's definitely a first world problem admittedly, but I like to be able to have a dedicated device for something like this. Like if I want a retro game, I know what exactly what I'm picking up. I know exactly how to work it. Um, it's just charged. It's ready to go. Um, and I know I can get into gameplay like immediately. Whereas if I have my phone, I'm lugging around then I have to attach the controller, I have to pair it. Um, maybe it's been a while since I paired it. So I might have to repair it. And then I may have to you know, I remind myself where the, the app folder is. Okay, it's over here. So it's just a little bit more of a headache. And also, it just, it, the screen is not as large. And we can't do this on our iOS devices. This is Android exclusive. So even if you do have an iPad, you're not going to be able to do this. So that's why a cheap, but um, just a cheap entry-level Android tablet is going to be the way to go, I think. Now, choose... I would recommend going to a store uh, rather than buying something like this online because it'll just give you a chance to actually see the display in person. And, you know, you may find that the one that you had your eye on, like the one in my case, the Walmart tablet, it just ended up looking so bad, like the picture quality, that I had to turn it, I had to turn it down and go with something else. But I'm really glad that I did. And I'm really glad that I didn't like buy blind on that, uh, on that Walmart tablet. And really... The Walmart tablet is going to be perfect for so many people who are looking to do this. I mean, literally, if you buy that Android tablet and this controller, that's under $100 for those two things. So you get to have like this really slick uh, handheld setup for your Steam Link, for retro gaming, and then for also Android gaming, if you want to do some of that. You have this slick setup for just under 100 bucks. It's pretty amazing. I mean, it's definitely a, a great time to be alive, to be able to like afford something like this or, or like afford a, a dedicated device for something like this. I mean, granted, I have other devices like this in my home, but um, I don't have any Android tablets. This is my only Android tablet. So that's why I bought it. And it's kind of cool that it's it's approachable in, in terms of the price, but the good thing is it's just scalable. You can go, you can get as great and big and wonderful as an Android tablet as you want. You can get a 12 inch Pixel 3 tab, whatever you want. I, that's not what it's called, but um, you can get it, whatever's out there that is in your price point. It will work for this almost certainly. You just want to make check on like little things, like make sure it's not like a, a super, 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 uh, budget device and it like doesn't have Bluetooth or something like that because you're going to need Bluetooth. So do your homework, but ultimately 
the vast, vast majority of tablets out there on the market are going to do, uh, do well. Okay, next up, despite looking goofy, it is comfortable. That is another pro. It's just, it's big, it's bulky, it's got a good weight to it. It's not too heavy, it's not too light. It's just kind of right in that sweet spot. And it just feels good in the hand. And, uh, you know, it's the buttons aren't great, but they're they're not. They're far from the worst I've had. They're, they're pretty middle of the road, which for the purposes of what I've got here, that's 100% fine. So it is very comfortable. Next up, you know, having a big screen like this, having a, a tablet that's like seven inches or up is the way to go, in my opinion. And the reason for that is... Some games that we're going to be playing on these tablets are not developed for or not intended to be played on a, on a portable screen. So if you go, if you're playing with something like the GPDXD, then that's not really going to be a good enough screen for certain games that are meant for a big TV. So that's something to think about. Um, okay, next up, another pro on this list is that, you know, you're running Android... An Android is just highly customizable. You're not going with uh, something like the Pocket Go or the uh, the LDK game because these have, I think, like uh, Linux-based uh, distributions on them to handle all the emulation, which is fine. But you can just you can just do a, a little more with Android because it's just more approachable. Um, it's just easier to get all of this stuff up and going and tweak it the way you like. And you will have to do some tweaking. So definitely keep that in mind. That's probably one of the cons I should mention. I should go back and add a con that is you're going to have to tinker. You're going to have to be willing to tinker, especially if you've never set something like this up on an Android before. Now me coming from the GPDXD, I already had all this set up and ready to go. I knew exactly what emulators I wanted to use. I knew exactly, uh, you know, I had my, my micro SD card all ready to go. So um, that made things a lot easier. Um, so that means it's going to be easier to transition to another solution because, you know, this tablet's not going to last forever. I mean, it may last a couple years. That's cool. But I know good and damn well this thing's not going to last like too long. So um, I'll be prepared when that happens to hopefully move on to something bigger and better uh, that may also be in the Android universe. Okay, next up, as I've mentioned, Steam Link. That's a huge pro. Um, being able to play my PC games in my own home uh, on a handheld device that's that's looks really good and um, has, I guess, a good enough like Wi-Fi card in it to really make this a, a, a wonderful thing. That's awesome. Okay, next up, the last one is... Not something that we have yet, but hopefully that we'll have someday. And that is PS4 Remote Play. Got to get a sip, guys. Okay, so PS4 Remote Play. Um, I personally have a PS4 as well. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying. I just, yeah, I have, I have, uh, it's... (laughs) It's not. It's definitely not a brag. It's more of a cry for help, maybe, that I have so many uh, gaming consoles at my disposal. It's kind of a sad thing, actually. But in any, in any case, um, I have a PS4, for better or worse, and um, I like to play remote play like on my... Uh, I've experimented with it on my iPad, but the problem with the iPad is it's, you know, 
that doesn't really do with controllers like this. Like I can't use this Bluetooth controller right here with an iPad because it's not, it doesn't work. So I have to go with a very particular um, controller with the iPad and there's none of these telescopic ones that work. At least I don't think there may, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. In fact, I think I've seen something like that at the Apple store. So, I'm, so I think I actually am wrong, but in any case, one of these days, we know that, that Sony's probably going to bring uh, PS4 Remote Play to Android for real. Right now, they only have it on a couple of their own Sony phones. Uh, but eventually, we'll get this on Android. And when we do, um, wow, you can play PS4 games. You'll be able to play um, your Steam games. And you'll be able to play uh your retro games and Android games. So that's four universes of games that you can play all on this one device. Um, it's really, it's really pretty great, honestly. Um, and admittedly, you know, I'll push my enthusiasm back for just a second because I haven't really had a ton of time to play with this. It's been mostly just setting it up and testing it. Um, so I haven't like really sat down and really had any longer play sessions or anything like that yet, but I know I will very soon uh, because I'm really excited about this thing. And as many games as I have in front of me and as many games as I need to play, I'm, I'm really excited to make some time to play through, you know, the old retro catalog of games, the kind of my bucket list. Um, again, the, talking about the games that I can't buy. I'm just talking about the games that are, that are out of print and not sold at this time. Uh, those are the games I'm interested in playing. And, and, and I think that, you know, in terms of the legal gray area that we're talking about, um, my own, my own thoughts on this are if the game is not, is out of print and not sold and you cannot buy it, then I would feel free to, uh, play it, uh, however you can. And then eventually if it does become available commercially, and that's a game that you enjoy, that you should buy it. You should pay for it if somebody's gone through the trouble to uh, actually release it on a modern platform. Um, then that is commendable. That's what we need happening. We need companies and we need uh, you know console manufacturers thinking about their classic game catalog. And they need to think about making it available. I'm looking at you, Nintendo. The NES app isn't enough. We need an SNES. We need everything else. We need to be able to buy your old games. Um, and until we, and, and if we can't, if we just can't, if you won't let us, then we do have options like this. So, um, until we get our free game or until we get all the games available commercially, we do, this is what we have to do, I guess. Um, so anyways, guys, that wraps it about up on this one. Thanks for checking me out. Once again, check Road Noise Gaming on Twitter for the picture of this setup so you can see what it looks like and see for yourself. Okay, that's all guys for this one. Take it easy. Peace.